Hello and welcome to The Trials, the new system playtest actual play podcast from the RPG Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Trial of Faith, a sci-fi RPG from Burning Games, Episode 2, First Contact. In this episode, our characters, Nadia, Remco, and Ying, continue to explore the ship that we found floating lifelessly in the black of space. So far, we have found no signs of life, but that is about to change. Just a reminder that the Kickstarter for this game will be launching on February 11th, 2015, and I hope you guys will check it out. So here is The Trial of Faith, episode number two, First Contact. Okay, so what is left for you to do is go inside the ship. Okay. Renko has an idea about how the ship looks like. You know that through that door, you will go into uh, a corridor. This corridor goes upwards. Uh, well, you think it goes upwards because when you open the door, you have to look up. But of course, you are in G. There is not up or down. So this will take you up, and there is three doors there. Uh, one takes you to the crew room. One takes you to the control area, and the next one takes you to the long tunnel that connects the six different cargo bays, and at the very end, the engine room. Oh, the, the engine room sounds like a good place to get power back to the ship, or the control room. That. Yeah, I was going to say the engine room first. Well, we also would pass the cargo if we go that route, so we could check to see what's valuable here. Okay. A bunch of gold-pressed latinum in there or something. Or I will remind you that the, the, the ship is super long, so you will have to right. go to a 400 meters long corridor to get to the engine room. So it'll, it'll uh, in zero-g, it, it'll be one good push, well-aimed push, and then a lot of looking at that wristwatch. Yes. <laughs> well, doesn't Nadia have the, her jetpack? Can't she just, like, we'll all hold on to her and she flies there like Iron Man? Yeah, you could do that. But the crew room and the control area are just there. So you open the door and you're inside. Oh, well, I'm really uh, not comfortable splitting the party, guys. So it's either hug me or we're doing the control room first. Well, I do like the idea of not leaving an, an unopened door behind us because, and then I will stop talking as Rimko looks at me like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's nothing to worry about here. Obviously, if it turns out there's some technical failure or something fouled in the air, we may need to evacuate as fast as all of the crew did. Yes. 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 It's so fortunate yes. they all got away on that one ship that got yeah. away yeah, that one, three hours that ago. Yeah, that one tiny escape pod. Lucky <laughs> mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. All right. Okay. Let's, let's check the control room as a team that loves each other. Okay. I think you guys forgot to unplug the drone. Oh. I was we, hoping we, you'd forget that. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you have the drone. You left the drone behind. Eighteen right, twelve. Uh, but you can open the control room. Who is going to do that? I vote Remco. I think Remco is the muscle. I think Remco should do it. Uh, I mean, I think so I'd, too. I'd, I'd be happy to. Although uh, I'm sure if I'm confronted with jam, I won't freak out and kill anybody. Right? That that wouldn't happen. I wouldn't murder my friends when confronted with the fact that they've been lying to me if that I'm now living in my worst nightmare again. 
Okay, so I open the door. <laughs> okay, you open the door. A little bit of a strawberry comes out <laughs> and hits you in the face. And you realize very fast that maybe it is not a strawberry. Oh. Oh, God, that's awful. I've never seen anything like that before, ever. I, uh, you know, using my low cutting, is that raspberry? It's not cranberry. It's <laughs> only one man would dare give me the raspberry. Lone Star. <laughs> so oh. I, uh, I, I figure out rather quickly. You're right that that uh, these are guts, and I say, "Hmm, looks like they've been cooking more than just jam in this room." Yes. And uh, flood my helmet torch around the space. Do we do we see any? Do we see the owner of this uh, particular brain matter? Okay. So the control room is rather boring. It's not how you usually imagine a control room uh, with many computers, screens, windows, and things like that. It is very bland uh, room. There's only two chairs in it, and they are looking at an empty white wall. Basically, the pilots of the ship, they sit down in these chairs, and they connect themselves into the computer, and all the information of the computer becomes part of their the psych. Their, 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 all the information becomes memories. These things that they already know. So they basically become the SIP and they don't have a need for uh, screens looking at data and things like that. This uh, these kind of SIPs are very advanced so the pilots, they only have to make decisions. I'm I'm surprised uh, they bothered with chairs. They didn't just put a net in the middle that they can kind of grab two people and keep them suspended in zero G in the middle of the room. Well, it's easier if they sit down and then they have um, a belt, because when they go deep into the the computer system, they kind of uh, lose control of their own bodies. Hmm. That's another poop in their pants situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Would it, would it be so they don't lose for me control to... of involuntary processes. They don't forget to breathe or something. That's, that's yeah, no. Okay. Would I be able to connect myself here and learn things about the ship? Or is it not enough power? You would be able to, but there is no power. So you need to find another power source. Okay. Uh, one thing I want to mention, you would know this if you, um, if I, you knew all the rules, is that cards have... Uh, some information in the front, gear cards, and some information in the back. Uh, so the in the back, you can find descriptions of their abilities. That's where very top. easy to hide and quick draw are defined, I see. Yeah. Yes. And at the bottom of it, uh, you can see uh, some uh, stats mm-hmm. about uh, the gear. These stats tell you a little bit about the things, like how much they weight, how do they work, uh, if they use a propulsion system, uh, if they use a plutonium core or things like that. Turns out my handgun is a nickel-plated sissy pistol. <laughs> That's interesting. Mine's mine's by radon. Ooh, that don't lick it. Uh, I'm not. Although I don't have tongues. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> That's right, aquatic creature. Exciting. Nice. Okay, so we have one door in front of us, the crew quarters. I, I think he was saying, look at the bottom of the drone thing, right? Uh, not drone, because you you left the drone, but the, oh, the deployment suit from Nadia. Oh, oh, has a oh, I'm sorry. Core. Yes, it does. Yes, I sure oh. do have a plutonium core. Are we uh, sapping some of my power to power something? Because I don't know if I'm okay with this. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd like to keep your jetpack uh, available for quick escapes. Why don't we just go reassemble the drone, make it move in here, and disassemble it again? Well, that's take like a half an hour or something. <laughs> yeah. Should we just go to the next room? Yeah, let's just go to the next room. Uh, I'm going to suggest, based <laughs> off of the raspberry floating, that Rimco not open this door and that uh, I or Nadia does. Okay, so who comes out of the room first? I would say Ying probably does. If, if it's out of a room first, I volunteer me. If it's into a room first, I volunteer someone who is not me. Well, okay. my reasoning here is that I still want to try to keep you from going traumatized. One, because I like you. Two, I'm afraid you'll kill us. <laughs> so I want to be in front of you so that I can try to get to the door first, make it seem casual that I'm trying to open oh, the door and not yeah. like I'm trying to keep you from it because that might tip you off. So I would be in a bit of a hurry to get out first to do that. Stealthy. All right. Good nuts. Okay. So when you come out of the control room, uh, you see how the crew area door is being opened by something. Ah! Hmm. This is about 10 meters underneath you, and the door starts to open. You have one moment to make a decision. Do you stay out, or do you go back in? Go back in, shut the door. Well, then. Do, well, do well, he made the decision for us. He's moving first. Okay, so you, you go back in, and you close the door. Yep, and then I say, guys, guys, guys. I, I say, yes, yes, yes. Do you see how annoying that is? <laughs> There's there was someone coming out of the crew quarters. Oh, why did you panic? We've met the crew now. This is good. Let's go talk to them. And I go to open the door. No, I, I no, slap his hand. No. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Absolutely not. I mean, did they smell bad? What what is the problem? Oh, they enjoy jelly too much. Yeah, I, I guess you know I have absolutely no love for the uh, the Corvo. Uh, anymore, and I, I assume now that you're obviously stopping me because whoever this Corvo is, they will not take kindly to our liberating their captain's uh, yacht, so or yeah. jig or whatever. So uh, okay, all right, all right. We'll we'll stand here quietly, and we we don't have a window out, right? We can't see whoever or whatever it is walking past. Uh, there is a window, but it has uh, like a cover. You can remove the cover. Oh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna... turn, everyone turn off your lights, and then we will peek out. There are no okay. lights, but oh, our headlamps. <laughs> our headlamps. Yep. Turn off headlamps, open window, engage. Okay, who's going to look through the window? Uh, I will, because I'm you the will. captain. Okay, so when you look uh, through the window, you see some creatures you have never seen before. Okay? This... Creatures are very strange. They don't belong to any species you know of. They are not part of any uh, society that you are uh, aware of. And they are carrying weapons. Upwards towards the maybe your door or maybe the last door at the very top that connects with the engine. Uh Oh, they're going to figure out that we're here either way. How many creatures are there? There is four of them. Oh, shit. Okay. And we're in a pretty small room, right? There's not like a lot of room to hide in here? No, there's only like two chairs in it. Oh, but but hide nothing. I mean, is, is there a convenient... Uh, now that we know they're there, but they don't know we're there, we can well, ambush them, right? They don't know you are there is something we will have to find out through a confrontation. Oh. 
But, so, but still, uh, ambush, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So basically, <laughs> uh, you're using cunning to try to uh, hide. What is your cunning, Nadia? Oh, mine's one. One. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cunning, uh, basically hiding is the only non-activated uh, action. Okay? Normally all actions are something that you perform, but like someone trying to find you, they cannot be trying to find something all the time. So how do we solve this? Basically, you compare the cunning of one character with the survival of another character. If they match, or the survival is higher, he realizes something is going on. Maybe he hears a noise, he sees something, and then he can perform an action to try to find you. Okay? Was that clear? Yes. Yes. Yes? Okay. So the, the survival of this creature is two, which is higher than Nadia's cunning one. So uh. he kind of sees something, and now he tries to look for you. Okay? So his action is has a value of two, and he plays two cards. You will have to tell me a little bit how do you want to hide, because depending on how you want to do it, I'm going to tell you to use one attribute or other. Um, I was thinking I was going to go uh, up against the side of the door I'm closest to, like up against the wall, so the door is in front of me, so if they came in, I would be like, ha! Okay. If I needed to. That was my idea. So uh, you will do an agility action uh, to move Ooh. out of the way and not be seen. Okay? Okay. So his action has a value of two and he plays two cards. Your action has a value of one and you play one mm -hmm. card. Gotcha. Uh, but you are... Only your eyes can be seen. Uh, your uh, The lights are off. So I'm going to give you an advantage. So he will be Ooh. only able to play one card. Okay. So do I play a card first, or does he? Yes, because your action value is lower at this point. I'm going to play an 11 of space. 11 of space. That's good, because you're in space, uh, and your affinity is space. So you draw two cards, pick one, and either put the other one back on top of the deck or discard it. Okay. And because I want to spice things up, as the game master, I can play a card from my hand for the the NPC, and I will play an 11, for a total of, thir of uh, 13. So the NPC sees you and points at the door to his friends. All right. It's time for you I'll, to tell you. Like, uh, Shoo, that was... Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say incoming! Okay, so you guys know that these guys are coming. What are you going to do? I'm going to ready right. my no-brainer rifle. Uh-huh. Yeah, draw weapons and, and take up positions around the room to to murder people. But I, I guess, I mean, should we presume that these these people mean ill intent? Wait, I mean, we're not their species. We can't identify their species. We can't tell if they're frowning or they have evil mustaches or otherwise some sort of tell, right? Are they wagging their tail in an aggressive way? Are they growling? Yeah, we, we don't have, you know, does, does baring teeth and swearing mean hello in their language? We we can get ready to shoot them and then hope so they either shoot them first or something. <laughs> You're the captain. Well, my gun, my gun just makes them poop themselves. We can get past that. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I'm gonna take I position say shoot with my. Shoot them because this ship is sweet. 
But I'm going to put my back against the wall, so that way if I shoot, I won't go into a spin that kills me. Neural yes. rifles have no recoil, only firearms do. So, uh, so, so, so I prop myself against such a wall. If you hold yourself to something, it would be probably fine, because your EVA is cool. So you have two options. You either open the door and get positions around the door and shoot at them, because they are in the middle of the corridor, or you stay back and let them try to open the door. Stay back. Ooh. I mean, Yeah, I was going to say stay back. I, either of those could be good or bad, but uh, yeah, I think we stay where we're at for now. We, we, uh, because they might come in with they might come in with party streamers, and then we're going to be like, oh, don't shoot them, buddies! Okay. But my, 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 my captain didn't mention that they had, like, grenade-looking things on their person, did they? Yeah. Renko's Black Ops background kicks in, and you... You can you know that if you stay behind, they will open the door, and they will be able to shoot at you from cover, from behind the door, and they will be able to get some grenades in. Okay, good. Yeah, if if ah. they have grenades, then yes, I say we open the door and fire at them. Oh, well, you I don't know. know. I... You have to make the choice. I trust Remco on this. Yeah, I okay. I trust Remco too. We're gonna we're gonna pop the door and uh, pop some shots. Ba 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 or. Whatever sound my gun makes. Pew. Okay, so let's go and let's play a little confrontation. Haha. Yeah. So confrontations basically play out the same as as well a big confrontation like this plays out as a normal confrontation, but uh, something important is that people are trying to do things before others. Okay, so they are set up in rounds. The uh, uh, gets to do one action. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, so yep. how do we find out who gets to play first? Well, fairly simple. What we do is each character plays one card from their hand upside down. This card represents the first card they're going to be using for the first action, and it also helps them for the initiative. It works like this. You play one, one card uh, upside down, when everyone has done this, you flip it, you add to this card your initiative, and that sets the initiative order. Okay? And you keep this gotcha. card as it will be the first card of your action. Hmm. Gotcha. All right, I have selected my card. As have I. Okay. Because we don't see each other's card, you don't have to play it upside down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and trusting no one is cheating. I don't, I don't know that most of us understand the system well enough to understand what the best method of cheating would be, aside from shuffling yeah. our deck and only getting the highest cards. Yeah, that would be cheating. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, be real yeah, I'm tired of out more cards with better cheating. All right, I, I think I have a card. We're good. We're all good. Yeah, okay. So I play a single card for all the NPCs, otherwise it can, it can be crazy. We have seven of them. And it is a seven. These guys have initiative value of five, Plus seven is a twelve. What is oh. yours? I went with an eleven, and it's a space card. I have a okay. ten of space. Uh, add to that value your initiative skill, please. I have oh seven total. Ying has a fourteen. Ying has a fourteen. Uh, Renko has a seven. And Nadia. Nadia has a twelve. A twelve. So Ying would go first, and then Nadia and the NPCs have the same. A value, but players go first in in case of a draw. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. So Jean goes first. I will explain you a little bit how uh, combat works. Uh, basically, hackers can do a few things. They can play like a soldier and try to shoot at stuff, but they are not that good at doing those things. Or they can try to hack into uh, their enemy's equipment. So there is some types of equipment that if hacked, stop working, or maybe they lose some of their abilities. It depends on the equipment itself. Okay? So your Lingwave basically works like a sonar. Uh, this sonar tells you all the little devices that are within range, and you can try to hack those. So you see that the, there is three soldiers who have weapons, and they appear in your, in your sonar, so you can hack them. Okay. The last guy, uh, he seems to be some kind of hacker. Okay? So he has also a hacking device, and you could try to hack that as well. Okay, so I can hack his hacking device? Yes, you can hack his hacking device, and that would mean that he cannot use it against your friends. So basically, I'm the spellcaster, and we're counterspelling each other. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay, again, that, that is what I will try to do then. Okay, so this guy, basically, uh, all the enemies we will fight today, they come in NPC cards. This, the screen is not working, but basically this guy is called a techno. Normally, the game master can either hide the information of the uh, NPCs and they just describe you what is going on, or he can show it to you, and you will know basically how to fight him. So I will, I will tell you about him, just so you get to know the system a little bit better. NPCs have physical life, neural life, armor, initiative, then a couple of abilities, and then their skills are simplified as physical skills and mental skills. Okay? Uh, so they're basically like a tiny uh, PC. Uh, the abilities of this guy are he has a neural rig, uh, which means that his brain is actually a rig in itself. Okay? His brain works like a computer. And he has a power that is called neural sacrifice. So he can take any amount of neural damage and he gains the same number of advantages minus one for that hacking action. Okay? Okay. So this guy has four points of neural health and he will take two points of neural damage to gain an advantage over you. This means you will play one card less that you can usually play. Yeah? Okay. Sure. I, I will explain a little bit more about the system. All, char all characters have neural health and physical health. Your neural health is twice your mind, and your physical health is twice your constitution. If you run out of cons uh, physical health, basically you are bleeding out, you have been wounded, and if you run out of uh, neural health, you are fainted or fall into a coma. Okay? So there are different strategies into taking out different uh, enemies. So this guy takes two points of damage to gain an advantage against you, so you can play only one card. Okay. Now, for initiative, I had to pick a card. So does that mean that is the card that I'm playing that yes. I can't change? Okay. Yes. All right. Now, it is also a space card. Since we're in space, that means I get to draw another card, right? You are hacking, so you are in operative system. Uh, okay. So this PC is going to play his first card. His mental skill is five, and he can play two cards. So he plays the first one, which is another five. 
His action value now is 10. What is yours? Well, I have a hacking of 5 and my card is an 11. So you have a 16. So he plays his second card and it's at 8. That means that his final action value is 18 and he wins. Guys, I got a hacker. He, he's not as good as me, but he, he got lucky. <laughs> what happens when uh, a hacker uh, loses a confrontation uh, through hacking? Well, you take as much uh, neural damage as the, the, the many cards that the defense played against you. So this, he played two cards against you. You would take two points of neural damage. Okay. But I'm halfway to Comaville. As a Corvo, you have two abilities. One is you have a free Cortex Connector. A Cortex Connector is an upgrade that allows you to use very advanced equipment, like the rig you are using. It's basically like a hole in the back of your neck, like in mm -hmm. Matrix, and you can connect to stuff. And your second ability is you have a tail reflex. Basically, uh, Corvos have a reflex on their tails, and whenever they take damage, their tails snap. So what they do is they tie their connections to the tail, so whenever they get hurt, they get the connection disconnected. And this means that when you take damage from hacking, you take half of it. Okay. So I take one instead of two, but now I'm disconnected. I got to take action to reconnect. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, Nadia goes. Excellent. Uh, something that is important, because in actions you can, uh, when you do a counteraction, you can attack someone. It's not like you attack against a set defense value. When you confront something, you lose your action. Okay? So because the yes. hacker confronted your action, he's not going to do anything else this round. Okay? Okay. So Nadia, you get to choose what to do now. Shoot I would the like hacker! To I would like to shoot my, with my no-brainer rifle. Uh-huh. To whom? Is the hacker in front, or did uh, Ying just pick the hacker out of the group? Uh, well, they're basically sprayed out because they're floating around, so you could try to shoot okay. them. All right, well, then I'm going to try to shoot the hacker. Okay, so the hacker is going to uh, try to uh, avoid the attack. While okay. you can only perform one action per round, you can confront as many actions as affect you. But okay. uh, the maximum number of cards you can play is the same. So if you have a dexterity of two, you can only play two dexterity cards per round. I have a so dexterity of two, so I will be playing two cards. Yes. So because he already used his two uh, cards for hacking, his two uh, mental cards, he will use his physical skill now to avoid it. His physical skill is, has a value of three, and he plays one card. Yeah? Yep. But something good for you is that you're... Uh, no-brainer rifle gives you an advantage. If you take a look at the weapons card, they have four symbols, two at the left and two at yep. the right. Yep. They have the magazine value, how many shots they can take uh, before uh, they run out of uh, ammo. They have the firewall value used underneath. And in the right, they have uh, the damage they perform at a standard distance and as close quarters. Close quarters is from 0 to 20 meters. Standard distance is from 20 to 100 meters. Wow. Also, they, have, they may have pluses or minuses, which represent the advantages or disadvantages you get at those ranges. So your no-brainer 
gives you an advantage at close uh, quarters. Yes. So he gets to play one card less, so he gets to play zero cards. And his action value Excellent. is of your action value, ballistics, is of three. And you get to play two cards. And my first card I'm playing is the card I played for initiative, right? Yes. Okay, so that's a 10. That's a 10. So your action value now is uh, 13. You win by 10 points. Right. So when you win a confrontation by 5 points, you make a decisive uh, success, and you do plus 1 damage. When you win by 10 points playing a court card, you do a critical success, and you do twice the damage. But you won by 10 All points right. without the court card. So it, it counts only as a decisive success. Okay. So uh, you do the damage in your weapon plus one, and that's enough to put the Techno to sleep. He's floating around space in a coma. Excellent. Okay. That's exactly what I wanted to do. Okay. So now is the, the turn of the three creatures, the three other creatures. These guys are soldiers, they have guns, and they will try to shoot at you guys. I'm going to guess that uh, because Jin is a hacker and he can hack without seeing his enemy, he didn't come out. So no, no. he's not visible for these guys. And because Renko's turn hasn't arrived, hasn't come yet, he's also not uh, visible. Only Nadia is visible to these guys. So the first one of them is going to shoot at Nadia. Nadia? Yes. You ready to be shot? Uh, I'm not ready, <laughs> but I'm going to allow it. Okay. So this guy has uh, grabbing a rifle. He does three points of damage, and he gives you him one advantage. Okay? Now, uh, you already played one dexterity card, so if you were going to use a dexterity action, you would be able to play only one. Okay? Yes. So find out what kind of action you think you want to do. Remember that through role-playing, you can convince me to give you advantages. I would like to say that because I was right next to the door and I basically popped out and shot that guy right in the face and he's in a coma now, as that other guy pulled his weapon, I rolled back into the door frame and, uh, you know, well, around the door frame and, and away from them. Maybe the hacker actually floats in front and, like, gets in the way. The hacker was a little bit in the back because, well, he's a hacker. He, he doesn't really want to be in the front. Okay, I'm going to say because the only thing they can see of you is your arm, your weapon, and your face, you have one advantage to uh, dodge the attack. So yes. you will use uh, your EVA skills to uh, move out of the way playing an agility card. This guy has a physical value of 5 and plays 2 cards against uh, you. Because he has one advantage, yep. you also have one advantage, he will play the 2 cards. And it's very likely that he, he will hit you. So I will tell you something that you could do. In, because you will have okay. the advantage of being undercover. Either way, you should try to shoot at him. Because he will give you the other advantage you have of the no-brainer. Okay? Right. So he will give you two advantages against him. And you will play one, only one dexterity card. But he will play only one as well. Well, then I am going to do that, then. I would like to shoot at him. 
Okay, so I just want to make sure I, I fully follow that there. So basically, Matthew is being shot at. Yes. And one of his options to not be shot at is to shoot back. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. You that is a great back. option, and I pick it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, the, I assume that, that if he hits, it doesn't do damage. It only distracts. He can, like, use covering fire or something. No, if you hit, you do damage. Huh. Uh, this greatly speeds up uh, confrontations and makes things quite lethal. So you have to be careful in Faith because you can easily get killed, uh, but you can also easily kill, kill other people. Okay? I love it. Mm -hmm. So you play, uh, he has a, a physical of five, he plays uh, one card. You have ballistics of three, and you play one card. He's winning, so you have to play first. Okay. I will be playing 12 of hacking. Okay, so the hacking does nothing. Right, but, but it's a still 12. 12. He plays a four for a total of nine. Versus your total of 15, you win by a decisive success, and you do three points of neural damage to the harvester. Excellent. Okay, the problem now is that there are another two guys waiting for their turn and to shoot at someone, and you are the only one looking out. But uh, in faith, we allow people to do a short movement at the same time they do an action. You can do it before the action or after the action. So you can claim that you shoot and hide behind the door. Or you I can will use, hide behind the door. Or you can just stay there and dodge shots. Okay, so you hide behind the door. So no one is seeing what these guys are doing. Uh, but Gene has them controlled through the radar. So he sees how one of them goes back into the room that they came from. And the other one pushes himself up to try to uh, maybe drop a grenade in the door. We got one on the run and one's about to gun. Close the door. And now it's Renko's turn. Oh, good. I, uh, I could close the door. Or I could burst through the door and heroically riddle the grenadier's body with bullets, thus saving us all. And obviously, I'm going to choose that plan because it's more awesome sauce. So I burst through the door. What do I see? Uh, you see the guy uh, just flying through space up, uh, holding his weapon ready. Oh, he, he, he doesn't have a grenade that I can, I don't know, pull the pin from and then shove down his pants or something. Okay, so I'll, I will just shoot him then. Um, him. Yes, and uh, let's see. So, so since, I, uh, since that seems like an illogical thing to close the door and hide and then burst uh, right away, uh, immediately afterward, burst right out of the door, just uh, kidding. No consistent strategy. I, I, I'm hoping to have an advantage because the, the card I picked was the, about the lowest card I had, and it's a three. And so with my ballistics, and I'm assuming it's an agility-based action to shoot him in the face, I'm, I'm uh, still pretty low with only one card played. Well, I would give you an advantage because of that, but I'm going to say you are pretty distressed about this situation, all this blood flying around, all these memories, pictures ever in your life. So you come out of the room, you look at this awful looking thing, and you're going to lose that advantage. Why, why can't aliens ever be attractive? So you to are, horrible. No one has advantage over the other one, and this guy uh, has 
uh, ballistics of five and plays two cards. Uh, ballistics of five can also play two cards, and your first card is a three. Yes, uh, uh, and it's it's also a card I have an affinity for, and it's less than double my ability, so I get to draw two cards since I played it, right? No, because it would only your affinity only kicks in if you're also using the ambience. Ah, uh, right. But okay. uh, it is uh, less than twice the um, the attribute value, so you draw a card because of that. Draw one card. All right. All right. Good. Okay. Excellent. So he will play one card because he's losing with a five. It's a three. His action value now is eight. And then and then I have to play my second card and beat the nebulous value he may get for his second card, which you yeah. can opt to play from your hand or from your deck, right? Yes. Okay. No, it's okay. I will tell you what he happens. <laughs> oh, good. Horrible news that I don't get to know until it's too late. Excellent. It's like a miniature picture of my life. Okay, so since I played about my worst card, I'll play about my best card to try and make up for that. I'm going to play a 12 to try to diminish the amount of options he has to outplay me. Bringing my total to 15 plus 5 is 20. Okay, so he plays a 5 for a total of 13. And you win. Good. Uh, how much damage does your weapon do? Three plus. Oh, at, I assume I'm pretty close to him, within ten meters. Yes, so you do three points of damage plus one because it's a defensive success, four points of damage, and that's enough to kill the guy. Yay, more raspberry jab! Or yeah. unless they leave like some sort of purple blood like Klingons. <laughs> no. Great news. Uh, okay, so we have played our first full round of a confrontation in, in Faith. I think you already know the mechanics a little bit, so I won't be helping you from now on. I won't tell you, oh, try this one or try that one. That way we can play faster. And you have to discover things for yourself. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Like how to make new characters. <laughs> <laughs> so there is two harvesters left alive. So we have to play another initiative round. So we, we don't say the same initiative. We, we pick a new card and do the whole initiative thing over again? Yeah, basically. Okay. I have chosen my card. Okay. Gene, uh, I want to remain, remind you that uh, your uh, rig is unplugged. So if you do an action to plug your rig back on, maybe you don't want to play a high card. Yeah. And that's, that's it. I'm not helping you guys anymore. Okay. So... The card played by the creatures is a 9, the initiative value is 5, so the initiative is 14. They got me beat, I'm at 11. I'm playing a 2 plus 3 is 5. <laughs> oh good, so they get to murder me that I'm floating in the hallway. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 9 plus 2 is 11. 11, yeah. okay. So one of the creatures took 3 points of neuro damage last turn. And damage uh, counts as a minus one to your skills. Okay? So mm -hmm. his actual initiative skill is 2 plus 9, 11. Okay? So one of them has initiative 14 and the other one 11. The 14 one is going to go first and then the 11. Gotcha. So the 14 one only can only see Renko and is going to shoot at him. So this guy uh, flew back to the door that he came from so he will also have cover when shooting at you. Okay. 
Okay. So he's going to play. Uh, he has a uh, ballistics value of five. Now you have to choose your confrontation action. I uh, let's see, and 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 that means choosing both like a, an ability score and a skill to use, or just an ability score. Uh, both. Yes. Both. All right. Well, uh, I think. Um, I've I've used ballistics recently, so that's not fun to repeat again. Uh, although shooting back would be good. If if I shoot back, uh, we shoot at the same time. I can't kill that one before it shoots me, right? If you win, you shoot at him before he hits you. <gasps> then I'm shooting him. That sounds like a great idea. Okay. So and you kill him. Don't put him in a coma like we do. Yeah. So his uh, ballistics is the same than yours because he's an NPC. He plays first. Wow, these cards are super low. He plays a one. You guys are lucky. Yeah. Uh, for a total of six. All right. Well, I, I play the the seven of technology that I must play, uh, which gives me a much larger than six. And I believe okay. then he has to play his second card. Yes. So he will play a joker. No. What does a joker do? A joker makes whatever card you use played a zero. Mm. Wow. So you are back at ballistics five, and he has six. But you can no. play a second card. Ah, uh, damn. So if I play a one, <laughs> nothing happens, right? Uh, that sounds like actually a pretty reasonable use of a one. I'll do that. Yeah? Okay, yeah, we will shoot one, harmlessly at one another. You get to draw a new card to your hand. But nothing happens. Like, you shoot at each other, and you both uh, miss. Excellent. Okay. So now, it's Nadia's turn. Love it. I would like to... You know what? I, I've been doing so good with the shooting, I, I'm going to do some more of that. Okay. Have you read the power you have? You have a power that is called judgment. Okay? Uh, yes. Judgment basically allows you to take neural damage and instead in his chains you can play a card for another character. So if someone just played a one, you can play a card from your hand to change the value. So you can play a ten and change that one for a ten. Well that's interesting. Okay. And, and and you can only oh, affect the last yeah. turn that, that happened? You can play you can do it it, it interrupts other actions. A card is played on top of that one. Yeah, but I have to take two neural damage to do it, right? Yeah. Uh, do, do we heal neural damage like at the end of a scene, or do we have to drink a potion? Neural damage heals quite quickly. You you recover one at the end of every round. You didn't take any. Oh wow! So we're we're neural damage tanks, really. Oh, that also means that the monster we did three neural damage to now has two neural damage. Shoot. Oh no, but it took damage no, that turn. Because he, he did take damage that turn. But uh, bear in mind that all the damage comes as a penalizer, minus one to your skills. Mm. So you have to be careful about that. So so what, you, what, what you're suggesting is that he could use his ability, take neural damage to be a minus one to his skills, but then play a card over my one to let me murder that guy rather than indecisively shoot down the hallway? Yes. But you were kind of lazy playing the one, so oh, I thought it was like really good dump of a one. It it it, it I got rid of a, I got to play a one and take no consequences from it. It's like using a one as an action to walk down the hallway and take a leak. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> okay, Nadia, what are you going to do? Murder is always the correct option, like, no matter what the question is. So I think we go with murder here. I would like to send another person into a coma. Okay, so you uh, peek out of, out of the room, and you see the guy who took damage. He's in the middle of the hallway, and you see the other guy behind the door. Pick uh, an enemy. I would like to pick the guy who took damage. Okay, that's a smart thing to do. So he the, will the, shoot the one back. that took... Oh, yeah, never mind. I'm the captain. <laughs> he will shoot back at you, but you have an advantage over him because you are undercover and he isn't. Okay. Excellent. So he has a value of two. He has to play first, and he plays a six. And his final action value is eight. Excellent. I am going with the nine that I played earlier, uh-huh. plus my... What is it? My two for agility or ballistics right? three? Oh, ballistics three. Okay, so I'm sitting at eleven. So you are winning. He has enough damage to go down just like that. Uh, you can use this second card opportunity to play a low card and draw. A new I would one. like to do that. I would like to do that. I would like to play a two of space. Okay, so you shoot at him. He faints and he starts floating around, and there is still one guy left. Okay? Is, is that the guy who had not taken his action? Uh, no, it's the guy who hide, hide behind the, the door and no. shot at you. Oh, good, good. Excellent. So we do a third round. Well, I, I didn't go yet, but all I'm going to do is reconnect my butt cord, so I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I guess that was what you were doing. <laughs> you can always look out and shoot at the guy, maybe. Yeah. You can talk. That's pedestrian. Okay. Yeah. Pedestrian. Let the pilot get all the kills. That's why I get paid myself the big bucks, because I make the big coma kills. I pay okay. myself Nadia is also a bucks. rapper in her, in, her, in her hobbies. A rapper and a small businesswoman. That's why I pay myself yeah, the she's... big bucks. <laughs> she, she spits the ill hot fire. Or water, okay. because she's aquatic. I'm confused. Eh, move on. Yeah. All right, so for my last initiative, I have a 16. Uh-huh. I have 11. I have a 12. A 12. Okay, so jingles fair. Okay, so now that my butt cord is reattached, I will use my 13 with my hacking of 5. So I want to try to hack his gun or his system and somehow cause him to not be able to hurt us this turn. Okay, so... Basically, they, this guy cannot confront your action because he doesn't know what is going on with his weapon. But the weapon itself has a firewall. It has a value of fa- 5 and play, okay? Okay. So your action now is what? 18. 18. Okay. So this guy plays 4, he has a 9, and then he plays a 12. So he has a, a 21. All right. Oh, um, wow. So I can still play another card, though, right? Yes. All right, and he's out of cards, so all I got to do is beat his 21? Yes. All right, I play a 4, which puts me at 22. Okay. So thus, uh, you get to draw because of the 4. Okay. So his weapon is off, but he doesn't know it. Right, okay. I will communicate that to my, my team. I've jammed his weapon. Rush him. Unfortunately, okay, so- he speaks radio and English. <laughs> <laughs> so who is going to come out and shoot at this guy? Is, is it my action next? I think I think who has the highest initiative? Eleven was me. 
I have a 12, but my question becomes, my magazine for my no-brainer is 3, and I have 3 comas. So, how uh, do I reload as action? How does that work? No, uh, neural weapons can shoot as many shots of the, as they want. Uh, the magazine value is the energy of the, the weapon. It means it, there's one type of damage that can be done by hackers or uh, by some types of bullets, which are called ACS, that turns things off. So basically, that's the defense of your weapon. Energy so, so they don't have a magazine, but they still need a magazine value. So they have a magazine gotcha. value, but that doesn't limit their magazine. Gotcha, it's basically it's the it's to my value. brain. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to shoot this guy. Okay, so you come out and you shoot at the guy. He was <laughs> pointing at the door. You at the, the same place. And you, you, come, you come out, he smiles, pulls the trigger, trigger nothing happens. Okay, yep. so your action is not going to be confronted because this guy's weapon is off. Right, and I pull the trigger and he goes night night because I'm you, pulling a thirteen. You play a thirteen? Well, no, I play a ten, but it's plus three for my ballistic, so thirteen. Okay, so that that's for to do three points of damage to him. That's four points of neural health, so he won't go down. Oh, uh, can another part to that? You can. Play a court card. If you play a court card, you get a critical success. Oh, what kind a of court card? card would be uh, an 11, a 12, and a 13. Basically, if, if we were playing with uh, uh, a normal deck of playing cards, this would be a, a uh, face, what card. They face card. There we go. Yes. Oh, if I play a face card, he'll, he'll be out? Yep. Okay. I'm going to drop a 12. Okay. So you win by that what we're talking a about? of points, and he faints because you hit him with a critical success. Yay! You have three uh, fainted guys and one dead one. Yeah. So, so we're what's, gone what's for the, the winner. To, to lock them in the closet, to murder them to death, to wake one up and interrogate them? Um, that's up to you guys. Do we have space manacles? Um, we have a space closet that I can jimmy closed. Mm. We have their space yes. guns, which we can hide from them. Oh, I loot their space guns. Are they cooler than my space gun? They don't seem to be able to work if they are not attached to them. What? Uh, I, I sever one of their arms. Does, does it work now? <laughs> I think you yeah. cut the well, hand off and you use the hand to shoot it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Don't right, tell well, him that he'll I'll, do it. I'll, well, I already murdered the one, right? I murdered it in the chest. I assume its arms and legs are still <laughs> severable. Right, yeah. Th- 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 this will get past a fingerprint reader until the hand gets all cold and gross. Uh, the weapon is not better than yours anyway, but you can do that. Oh, it's not better than mine? Oh, okay, never mind. I'll, I'll make a makeshift necklace out of the weapon and the hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Some sort of... I don't know. <laughs> Move on. While you are... I don't know what we'd call that. Uh, I want to check out the hacker and see if I can take apart his rig, if there's anything I can salvage from it and maybe confiscate. I'm going to disconnect the guns from the bodies because if you say that we can't use them, then I want to make sure they can't use them either. Okay, that's a good idea. Okay, the hacker is very weird. Basically, you don't see an electronic grid on it, but you you can see like 
your uh, Lingwave tells you that you can make a connection with him. It's like he had uh, some kind of biological computer. He was like an implant. Maybe an implant, or maybe he himself is the computer. Oh. Uh, well, is 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 he? I mean, he's unconscious right now, so we can tell if it's an implant or a computer if he can hack in successfully now, right? Yes. Hmm. Plug it in. Okay. Plug it in. All right. I'm going to say that the scene is going to finish now, so everyone okay. draws seven cards. Thanks for attending the RPG Academy and listening to our podcast. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. This podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash the RPG Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We will use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out numerous ways. One, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes, or you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Also, if you clear your cookies and then visit Amazon or drive through RPG through our portal, we get a kickback from your orders, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like an RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at vrpgacademy.com, or you can reach us on social media such as Facebook and Google+. We are there under the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, Caleb G., at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>